You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 267, Standing Firm in Your Parenting Decisions When Others Disagree. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Welcome to the podcast. I want to start by thanking those of you who participated in last week's book club. It was so fantastic. Definitely something I'd consider doing again in the future. And I also want to let you know that the doors to my group coaching program, Damn Good Mama, are officially open now through September 30th. And when you act fast and enroll by tomorrow, Wednesday, September 20th, you'll get a bonus one hour private coaching call with me, which means you'll have my undivided attention on your specific struggle for an entire hour. We can coach on parenting, relationships, time management, self-confidence, emotion regulation, stress management, you name it. It doesn't even have to be about parenting. This will be the fourth time I'm running the group and the moms who have gone through it say it's been life-changing. You can read and see some of their testimonials on the Damn Good Mama website. So please check that out. I don't know how long it'll be before I offer the group again. So take this as your sign that you are meant to enroll in this program. And by Christmas, before Christmas, You'll have the tools and the confidence to make your holiday season the best it's ever been. Go to damngoodmama.com to join today. You will not regret it. Now, on to today's topic. Parenting can be challenging under the best of circumstances, but when others disagree with your decisions, it can feel even harder. These other people could be anyone from your partner, parents, and friends to acquaintances and total strangers. Oh, and don't forget your kids themselves. I told Marissa the subject of this episode and she said, yeah, like how for 17 years you've stood firm in not getting us a dog. And I will tell you that despite what she thinks, standing firm in that decision hasn't been easy. I see how happy she and Dahlia are around animals and dogs in particular. And I know how much joy and love pets can bring to a family. But I grew up fearing dogs, especially big ones because I had been knocked down by one as a kid, and my dad feared them too. Neither of my parents grew up with pets, so I never experienced having a pet of my own, other than some goldfish. When I was a newlywed, my now ex-husband took me to an animal shelter just to look at the dogs, sort of as a first step to getting one. I had a panic attack and had to leave. Plus, every time I talk to other parents, they say, dogs are so much work, it's like having another kid. You'll be the one taking care of it no matter what your kids say. During the pandemic, when everyone was getting puppies, I came very close to getting one. I made phone calls to breeders, did tons of online research, shopped for pet supplies on Amazon, and I even visited a friend and played with her puppy to get a sense of what it would feel like. But every time I would think about actually bringing a dog into my own home, I felt extreme panic and I couldn't bring myself to do it. Sometimes when I feel anxiety or fear about a decision, I see it as a sign to move towards it because there's an opportunity for me to grow. 
Like when I heard Pat Flynn talk about the power of podcasting in 2015, every nerve in my body tingled with fear. And I realized that it meant podcasting was something I wanted to do to take my business to the next level. In the case of a puppy, though, all of my instincts were screaming that it wasn't the right choice for me. The barking dog inside my brain was trying to protect me from perceived danger. Now, since then, I've had some better experiences with dogs, and I'm even dog-sitting for a friend this very moment. She's sitting underneath my desk as I'm recording this. You may have even heard some little pitter-patters of her feet a minute ago. And I just sat for 20 minutes holding her during a thunderstorm because she was scared. So I guess old dogs can learn new tricks, but it's been important for me to tune into my emotions and pay attention to how I feel in my body when making these decisions. Strong emotions often signal something significant, and we need to listen to the messages our bodies are trying to convey. Trusting your instincts is so valuable as a mom. It doesn't mean you'll always make decisions that turn out the way you want. It means having faith in your ability to make the best decisions for you based on the information and the feelings you have at that time. I've already done a few episodes about how to make decisions, which I'll link to in today's show notes. Standing firm in your decisions when others disagree can be very challenging though, especially if you're a people pleaser like so many of the moms I know. It's important to remember that as a parent, you have the right and responsibility to make decisions that you believe are in the best interest of your family. Other people's opinions are based on their thoughts, their past experiences, and their values, and so they really have nothing to do with you. Staying open to other people's viewpoints isn't a bad idea, but you don't need to change your decision just because someone else thinks you should. We all seem to know this intellectually, but in reality, we sometimes feel tremendous pressure to conform, or we fear conflict so much that we ignore our better judgment and compromise our own values. Recently, a friend of mine was telling me that people on her husband's side of the family think she's snooty because she won't participate in their family events when they fall after her twins' bedtime. They're constantly planning get-togethers after 8 p.m., and my friend declines all the invitations because spending that time with her in-laws isn't worth dealing with two overtired, cranky four-year-olds the next day. For some moms, it wouldn't be a big deal for their kids to stay up late. Others might decide that they'd rather deal with cranky kids than have their in-laws think they're snooty. So, of course, there's no wrong choice. But be sure you like your reasons for the choices you make and take full responsibility for making them instead of blaming anyone else. When other people disagree or criticize your decisions, it's very natural to feel defensive. But I want to encourage you, the next time you feel that defensiveness creep in, to take some deep breaths and get curious, not furious. In Richard Carlson's book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and It's All Small Stuff, chapter 51 is called, Just for Fun, Agree with Criticism Directed Toward You, Then Watch It Go Away. He says that there are many times when simply agreeing with criticism diffuses the situation, satisfies a person's need to express a point of view, offers you a chance to learn something about yourself by seeing a grain of truth in another position, and perhaps most important, provides you an opportunity to remain calm. He wrote about a time when his wife told him he talked too much. He said, I remember feeling momentarily hurt before deciding to agree. I responded by saying, you're right, I do talk too much sometimes. I discovered something that changed my life. In agreeing with her, I was able to see that she had a good point. 
I often do talk too much. What's more, my non-defensive reaction helped her to relax. A few minutes later, she said, you know, you're sure easy to talk to. I doubt she would have said that had I become angry at her observation. He goes on to say that reacting to criticism never makes the criticism go away. In fact, negative reactions to criticism often convince the person doing the criticizing that they're accurate in their assessment of you. So let others have their opinions. Let them be wrong about you. And when you find yourself getting defensive, find the kernel of truth that you can agree with and let it go. But Pam, you ask, what do I do when someone is really pushing back on my decision? It's one thing to get curious and agree, but when someone continues to press you, what then? Well, this is where assertiveness skills come in handy. Being assertive isn't the same as being aggressive. Assertive people know how to communicate directly and honestly while maintaining respect for themselves and the others involved. You can calmly and respectfully let others know that you appreciate their input and remind them that you have the final say as the parent. No matter what decisions you make as a mom, there will always be differing viewpoints. We were just talking about this in the book club. From whether to breastfeed or bottle feed, choose public, private, home, or unschooling, tie your kids' allowance to their chores, let them sleep in your bed with you, and countless other decisions. What matters is finding what works best for you and your family. Parenting is a process of trial and error, and you might not always have the perfect solution, so you make decisions, learn from the outcomes, and adjust your approach when necessary. As long as you're making decisions thoughtfully and with love, you're doing your best as a parent. Trust yourself and your instincts and stay focused on nurturing healthy and connected relationships with your kids. If you struggle with making parenting decisions and dealing with other people's opinions of them, join Damn Good Mama and you'll get support and practice making decisions with confidence and knowing how to handle it when others disagree. Go enroll today at damngoodmama.com. Get your fast action bonus by Wednesday and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.